All right, bet. So it was dawning on me like, yo, I really need to talk about this because I've been struggling with this in general. And I know this, this isn't just a me thing. Being okay with not being able to do every little thing, that needs to be a whole ass conversation. Being okay with missing out, like the fear of missing out can really fuck you up financially or just like have you trying to do too much and never really being present because you're always trying to go for what you don't want to miss out on like you can't do everything and this upcoming week Megan the Stallion's gonna be in town for the Preakness and I really wanted to go but I was like bitch you don't have the money for that and then like Kaylani is about to put tickets on sale and if I had put money towards seeing Megan Thee Stallion, then I might not be able to try to see Kaylani if the tickets don't sell out, right? They, there's no dates yet, but it's probably going to be like August, September. I don't know if Lights on Fest is happening. So I don't want to be like dedicating myself to any particular place till I know what's going on with Lights on Fest. I need to be saving money for that. And so I'm like, bro, you can't do everything. Like, it was a blessing that you was able to buy tickets to see people last year, but you don't have it to do right now. And if you want to be able to keep on doing things, you got to be able to say no to things that you feel like you really would like to see in the future. Yeah, like, I'm going to make sure that I have my money ready for Kehlani on Monday and... I'm going to make sure, I think it's Monday, I'm going to make sure I buy my pre-sale tickets because I've missed out on seeing Kehlani before and that shit hurt my spirit and now Kehlani's got this new music and I really want to see Kehlani live. Like that's always been something I've wanted since I've known about Kehlani and so I'm like okay cool let me make sure I get that taken care of. But like you, you gotta be okay with the decisions that you make. And wasn't that like the theme of Insecure's last season? Like just being okay with like decisions. It's not necessarily a right or wrong, but you have to be able to stand ten toes down in your decision. And um, I struggle with the fear of missing out. That's how I ended up with buying a lot of. That's why I ended up with a lot of Funko Pops. I went down a rabbit hole and I was like, oh my God, they're going to sell out and I won't be able to find them, which they do. Because people do the same thing that they do in a lot of other markets. They buy things up and then they sell them again online and it really sucks. But like I had to learn to be okay with not being able to get all the things that I want. And like the world will still revolve. It won't be the end of the world if you miss out on these things. And like... I had to stop buying Funko Pops in the year 2020 and I felt like even still it's driving me crazy because I really want to buy some Funko Pops but it's like bitch and do what with them just you can't look at everything like you can't have everything at the most what I could do is just print out really cute ass designs of the Funko Pops I do like and then do that I used to keep Funko Pops in my Amazon cart for years and would never buy them. I just thought they were cute and I like to see them. When I first started buying them, I spiraled. I think I started buying them in, like, it was like winter, like around Christmas time. Or maybe it was around, like, it started with just a couple. 
Then Black Panther came out and I was like, oh, I need to get the Black Panther Funko Pop. So I had like, I said I was only going to get like Black Pops at one point, you know, cute Black Pops. So I think at that point, by the time I had got the Black Panther Pops, I might have had like nine in my collection, maybe. The whole year 2018 is going by and I had nine Pops. I spiraled at the end of 2018 because I started buying a bunch of Disney Pops. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. Like, bitch, that's your weakness. Cute is your weakness. What are you doing? And so, like, I started buying a lot of pops. And I think the reason why I wasn't buying as many pops during that year is because I was buying Legos. And Legos are way more expensive. And so in my mind, I said, oh, you know what? We could put this Legos thing to rest and we could build things uh we could build things around the Funko Pops and make cute ass pictures and things girl in general it was just I spiraled so because Funko Pops are way cheaper than buying Legos I then went overboard like Legos you might get a set for $40 and you will play with you know you'll play around with what you're going to make out of it because you have different ways that you can make it the three-in-one sets and all that other good stuff but oh my god like I was getting annoyed that I couldn't get as many Legos as I wanted to and so in my mind I said instant gratification would be able to be able like for the price of one thing of Legos you can get four Funko Pops because they're about $10, depending on where you go. And I normally got them on sale, and that's where I fucking spiraled. Because I could get Funko Pops on sale and I couldn't get Legos on sale, sometimes I could get two for the price of one, and I lost my fucking mind. And the fear of missing out was like, bro, that shit went berserk. Like, because... It was, and then like you would get rewards for it. So then you were, I was just constantly feeding the addiction. I lost my fucking mind. I don't know. And like, I wasn't the only one in my house that had lost their mind over these things. My mom at one point had at least 300 before the end of 2018. And I was like, bitch, where? like, and I was looking at her like, what are you doing? Like she would be buying them off of eBay and stuff. I was like, yo, we were really like, just have an addictive personality uh i'm learning it's like well i don't do drugs so (laughs) this is where the the serotonin kicks in right and so and at the time i wasn't but it was just so crazy i was like what is wrong with you and it wasn't even like they were just a lot of money but it's like okay it's costing you space bitch like where are you gonna put all these you gotta now buy a shelf for them and it wasn't even like it was taking up that much space but it was just like I didn't really have a lot of space at the time to begin with I just had a room but yeah it was just like girl what and I guess at the time I was also buying them because I didn't really see like an end of a tunnel accomplishment like I just felt like we were just always going to stay in that apartment and then what like I had nothing to look forward to so I guess at the time the Funko Pops was what I looked forward to and so I would buy those and I would just buy them it wouldn't just be Disney Pops it could be like different black figures it could have been 
like just it was it could be cartoons, but it was uh like anime and different things and I, I just spiraled bitch and oh my god, once we got into Spider Man it's like, girl, if you don't calm, pump the brakes, you're about to lose your mind. Like, And I don't have that many Spider-Man pops, but I think the one that really got me to spiral was a Spider-Man pop. And then I just, I lost it. And I, then we would just, it was also the hunt. It wasn't just that you would buy Funko Pops. It was an adventure. Like, you would go to these different stores looking to see what you could find. Hopefully you could find what it is that you wanted. And oh my God, if it was on sale, that was even more like, it was just addictive. The whole process was addictive. I say all this to say. Because <laughs> I just went down a rabbit hole. But I say all this to say, the fear of missing out is real. And I know I have an addictive personality. And like, yeah, it could be fun to be like, oh, I could check this off my list, this off my list, this off my list. It's like, okay, but like, calm down. Like, if for some reason you can't do any of these things, any of them, you got to be content. I remember how when I first started going to concerts regularly, I would go at least once a year and thought I was doing something. Then I would learn that people were going multiple times in a year and I was like, oh, bitch, maybe I should do that too. Maybe I could do that too. And like, it wasn't even up until recently. Like, honestly, this is the most I've been to concerts consistently in general. And it's only been two, but it's two that have been back to back a month apart. And I'm like, girl, you don't normally do stuff like this. And I know that you're thinking, wow, maybe I should start doing this. But like, also, no, uh, I used to go at most, I might go twice a year, twice, twice, like paid. And then like, maybe like free performances, like if it was like a a major festival in town like for instance next month i'm gonna go see neo and An- anaya lamise and young blue that's gonna be free at a festival and so i'm like girl like i know you're not gonna be able to go see meg the stallion and lauren hale if she shows up and d nice and this orchestra which is like bitch that's my thing but i can't do everything so it's like you got to be okay with not being able to do everything. You can't do the Roots picnic. You couldn't do South by Southwest, which I always forget about anyway. So it wasn't like I was going to do that. I was looking to do that this year anyway. But it just reminds me like the beginning of the year, normally when it's still cold up here, they're doing South by Southwest in March. I always forget though. I've been wanting to go since like, I don't know, maybe 2012 or maybe, I don't know. It was early 2010s. So, yeah, like, you can't do everything. I'm not going to go. I haven't. Ah, the thing that really, I think, killed me was the fact that I paid for these tickets to go to Lights on Fest and then just didn't go to either one. I paid for, well, I mean, I got a refund for the other one, so it's not a big deal. But it was the idea that I could possibly go. And so I was like, when I finally got to go to a concert after constantly having to miss out I didn't get to see Leon Bridges even though he was in town I should have went but ah it was it was too much it was just all these different things around like the fear of missing out bitch you got to be okay with not being able to do everything so it was like I didn't get to go to the lights on fest I was hoping that I could make up for that by going to the one in New York even though I know I would have I wouldn't have been able to financially been able to support myself so it was like, bitch, you need to make a smart decision. It's the addictive personality bit, you know? So, 
Yeah, it was just like, bitch, you who who are you trying? What are you trying to prove? What are what are you doing? Like, you can't do everything. You will be financially strapped if you try to do everything. It's the same thing I see when people like buy plants and things and they sometimes get a little overwhelmed because they get excited about the idea of a new plant but then it's like whoa I have all these plants and now I can't keep them alive or I have all these plants and now I can't leave the house because I have to worry about the plants and it's like girl you gotta live within your means you gotta live within your means and that shit could just sometimes it can take over and I just know me which is why I had to stop buying the Funko Pops I was like the last pops I think I bought was at the end of 2020, maybe. I haven't bought any since, though I'm not going to lie. It's not that it, it's not because I didn't want them. I still want all the Winnie the Pooh pops. I want um a lot of um Disney pops. But like, girl, you just got to be content. You know, you got to you gotta know when to chill the fuck out. It's like, okay, but there's other things in life you want. And I know they're just $10 and that's why you, you give it a pass. But bitch, them $10 be adding up and you just need to chill the fuck out. Albums also cost $10. So it's like, make a decision. You want albums, vinyls, or whatever. And vinyls cost more. And so I haven't even like started that because I'm scared of me uh, and what I'll do if I start buying vinyls. And so, I don't know. In general, I just want to learn to be grateful for what I have because there's so much to learn with being content with things. It's like, you don't... And I think in part two, I was also, because it was like concerts and stuff, I was like, oh, I'm going to spend money on experiences. But yeah, I just need to learn to be content and be able to then savor the moments that are the concerts you know and just the the moments that are meeting people that I wouldn't normally meet and like being able to just savor the interactions like whoa this is exciting like yes yes it is and we don't do this often I don't know maybe it was the fact that I was locked up in the house for two years that just made me feel not locked up but you understand what I mean like I was cooped up and I just really felt a way about it and like I was isolated not just like in the house but like I was isolated in the fact it was just me I didn't have anyone to talk to like that and I mean like I talked to people online that was fun and like getting to know people that way that was fun and it helped keep me sane but like other than that I didn't have family to talk to until like last year I feel like it was like every once in a while people would check in and you know we check on each other but it wasn't like I was able to talk to them like that without letting anyone know too much about what's going on in home life so I just really had to stay to myself and I just really hated that and so yeah like I guess that's in part sometimes you got to talk things out but I guess that's in part why I have like the addictive personality about being outside now because at first I was terrified I was like whoa should I even be doing this and then it's like well I mean like you did go to a Juneteenth celebration last year I don't think that you know and I was messed up I'm always wearing a mask but at the end of the day like even if you're wearing a mask you can still get sick and like I'm going to work 
I'm going to work with all these folks that don't wear masks. I'm wearing a mask, but it's like, it's the same thing. I guess the difference is you're doing this because you need a living. And then the other thing is you're doing it because you just want to. And so I'm just like, oh, should it really be treated differently? It's just me talking out my thoughts at this point. But I'm just like, uh, like trying to rationalize it. Like, okay, I did this because it was outside. Like I bought tickets to festivals because it was outside. I was like, okay, it's, it's you know, the nature kind of takes care of ventilation at that point, but in my mind, right? So I was like, okay, cool. And I knew the venue wasn't that big. So I was like, okay, granted, some people might be like, that's what you consider to be a small. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's not the size of a stadium, but you know, the festival that I wanted to go to was about maybe 12,000 people, maybe, but not all 12,000 people come. So I was like, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I don't know. And then the concert I went to, I think the venue holds 15,000 people. And so, I mean, I don't know who all was behind me, but it was a lot of people, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of people. And I also had to remind myself as I was listening back to the wish list of just things I had uh, listed out. Like, I think it was towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year. And I was like, bitch, remember how yesterday you said you wanted to go see Jasmine Sullivan? You saw Jasmine Sullivan. I know it wasn't her whole concert, you know. It wasn't her concert at all. But you saw her. And bitch, you remember how happy that made you? Like, grasp onto that. And just remember, like, how happy that made you feel. When at the beginning of the day, you were talking to a friend that you had just made that day about, wow, I wish I could have seen Jasmine Sullivan. But But the bots, you know. I think the bots also contribute to the fear of missing out. But I can't blame it on bots. It's just the fact that, like, things happen. But, yeah, like, I remember how upset I was about the bots and the resellers. And we were talking about how we wanted to see Jasmine Sullivan, but we couldn't because the tickets were gone. And then they were sky high. I was like, that is not fair. And then seeing her after we had just finished talking about her, bitch, that made me, like, my spirit had touched the ceiling. I was like... Like, I don't normally act like this, but I was jumping up and down and like, ah, like patting her on the shoulder. Like, oh my God, that's her. That's Jasmine. That's Jasmine Sullivan. Girl, I lost my freaking mind. I never act like that. Well, not in public. I do that with friends. I don't do, I have never. And then, like, because I was jumping up and down, there was still a crowd of people moving behind me. And, like, being swept up, it just felt like spirited away at that point. I said, bitch, this is ridiculous. My soul was so happy at that moment, even though, like, that moment made me so happy. It kind of, like, erased everything else that had irritated me about the day, like... It was so cool to see Jasmine Sullivan. That was a cool-ass moment. And no, she didn't sing a whole song. But, bitch, she sang a line of Lions and Tigers and Bears. And Lucky Day sang Lions and Tigers and Bears. And, bitch, that made my whole fucking... That made the whole night worth it. I was like, oh, my God. And I was just... I was... I was... I I, I still can't find the words. I was... I had such a high from that 
that I remember just being like, wow, it's going to be really hard to sleep tonight. And, um, yeah, I, and I didn't really, I mean, I slept, but it's, it took until like almost three o'clock in the morning before actually falling asleep. I was so excited. That was the most exciting thing I had ever experienced. I feel like, and I know that's probably not true, but at the moment that was so exciting. That's the most exciting thing outside of like a few very pivotal things that have happened that I was like, whoa, like, yeah. And in general, like being able to see festivals on the screen, being able to watch the Dreamville Fest on Prime when I had a free trial for Prime. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like I can watch Kehlani. I saw Kehlani. Okay. Like, so if I can't make these trips and things, I still saw Kehlani. And I saw Kehlani when they did, um, I don't remember what they called the show. But Kehlani had a show for, it was all good till it wasn't. And, like, brought out Lucky Day for that. And uh, Destin. And I had wanted to see Destin. Sid was coming to town. And I said, bitch, I can't do everything. Like, it was too many things. I was like, oh, my God. But the tickets are only $20. Or whatever the cost was. I think it was 30 The tickets are only $30. And then, like, they sold out. And I was like, oh, I should have bought a ticket when it was still available. I kept watching the thing. I said, bitch, you can't do everything. It is okay that you cannot do everything. You like a lot of things. You like a lot of people. You will run yourself dry trying to do everything. I could, like... Digital shows, virtual shows were a big thing. Like, I remember how that really kept me going. I got to see Black, who I would have never been able to see um, because of that. I was able to see, and like, no, it wasn't a full-ass concert, but it was something, you know? And I had never gotten to see Black perform. I saw Lucky Day a lot. I saw her a lot. Like, Lucky and her... And JoJo, I think, were who I saw the most during the pandemic. Uh, and plus, like, when people were doing the personal shows on their Instagram lives, JoJo was coming on every Monday, you know, just trying to keep hope alive. Tori Kelly was doing the same thing, but I wasn't watching Tori Kelly like that. But it's still the fact that, like, they were creating moments for us. Then we had the verses. I was like, bitch, be content with what you have. Like, uh, look at all these magical-ass moments that happened in, like, moments where there's lack. Like, what's the what's the term of innovation or uh, out of lack comes innovation? Something like that. Uh, but yeah, like all of those magical ass moments happened because we weren't able to do things. We had Terrell and Terrell had just came out with an album at the beginning of 2020. I know Terrell had big hopes and dreams to take that thing on tour and do some really cool things with that. And then out of that, you know, there was lockdown. He's in Los Angeles and He's still doing the Terrell show. You know, they're doing the the protocols to make sure everyone's safe and things. And then out of that, they ended up getting a studio with a soundstage. Or they built a stage. Like, what? And now they're recording actual concerts and performances on this thing. Like, who would have thought that these magical-ass moments 
like you're overlooking all the magical moments because it's like you're over here trying to find the next thing when you should really be reveling in this miracle of a thing that happened not saying that the pandemic was a miracle that's not what i'm talking about that wasn't there was so many i mean y'all already know but in general 2020 was one of the like if we had to say a year in particular 2020 was the most traumatizing year and i've been through some traumatic shit but 2020 was the most traumatic year just like back to back to back the amount of tears the amount of just pain that I felt all just in one year, I would never want to experience that shit again. Which is why I think a lot of people, now that it's like, okay, they experienced that, they feel like they're fucking invincible. No, bitch, you still, like, there's still things that can still take you out. (laughs) And I mean, there's some people that have always just felt like they were untouchable anyway. But like, no, 2020 really had people we were upside down and we didn't know what what was up and what was down and it was just a lie and so like I can kind of understand why people think it's like nothing now especially now that there's been like booster shots and vaccines and things that they're just untouchable but that's still not the case it's just you know the society we live in people care about getting us all back to work and acting like there's nothing wrong and so no you know no testing and things are uh, being pushed masks aren't being pushed because they're trying to make it seem like this is the new normal and like there's no such th- there's no such thing I mean well maybe a new normal but it's like this is not what we need to be having as the new normal and I know I'm actively participating in it but it's like bitch I just had the fear of missing out <laughs> so I just you know you do irrational things when you're when you you know and it's like just learning to savor the moments which is why it's like, okay, I know I'm not going to see Megan Thee Stallion. But also, I was just kind of hyped because I was like, okay, I really wanted to see Megan pl- do Plan B. But also, if she don't do Plan B, you know, there's still life on the, um, there's still more that can be done. You know, like, it's festival season. You never know who Meg ends up collaborating with. You never know where Meg might pop up, you know, like there's so many things, you know, it's just part of the, the journey, the, the, you know, I don't know. It's just, you can't do everything and you have to be okay with that. And just me having to come to terms with that has been a process because it's like, yo, if you try to do everything or be everything for somebody it's like, yo, that shit isn't coming back to you. Like, there's no reaping of benefits if you're trying to do all these things. This shit does this is a one-way transaction. And, like, yes, it's a transaction of energies, and that shit is amazing. It feels amazing. But you can have less of those interactions and still be full, okay? Um. So, yeah, I just, I have to be okay with the fear of missing out. Roots Picnic is next month. Uh, Broccoli City was uh, this month in May. Um, What else? Something in the Water is legit the same weekend as the festival that I was once excited about, right? And I'm still excited because I I love Neo's music. Uh, But I was excited to see Neo, right? Heard that announcement, Young Blue. I was like, oh, I didn't get to see Young Blue at Lights on Fest so I can, you know, 
I can do this. And then Anaya Lamis, I was like, oh, that's extra. Like, wow, I'm going to get to see Anaya Lamis. That's awesome. Like, how often would you be able to say that? Like, it ain't like, you know, she's able to tour all over like that. And so I was like, okay, that's really cool. Then the, the, you know, the FIFA, what's the comparison is the FIFA Joy? Something in the water is announced, and it looks like a freaking stack of Ten Commandments tablets. And I'm just like, what the hell? What? And it's the same fucking weekend. And it's like, bitch, even if, even if you could go that weekend, you have no business paying that kind of money for no goddamn tickets when you still got other things you need to be worried about, okay? Like... You can't do everything. I was like, oh, but I really would love. And I know you do. I know you do. I'm over here really having to coach myself like, bitch, if you don't get your shit together, you cannot do everything. There will be times where you have to give up things for a passion and be like, oh, but I'm missing out. But okay, but you're sharpening your skills. You're doing something for something else that you love. Like, Everything cannot be just fun and games all the time. And I guess this in general, just learning to be an adult, okay? We're learning. It sucks, but we're learning, okay? But, like, yeah, it's just learning to do things, do what you can, live within your means, and be able to still have fun in that content or in that, you know, in that realm of being within your means, Still being able to have fun, find joy in that. Everything does not have to be joyous. But I'm just saying, like, if you're missing out, bitch, some people will have subscriptions to things that they don't even watch no more. Like Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Disney Plus, because, bitch, Disney Plus almost got me, bitch. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think this is a solid, cute little side episode um because that was truly what I've been struggling with and I feel like a lot of people understand this and um yeah it wasn't necessarily focused on music but it's just something that comes with the territory like I know for me as a kid I talk about going to the library a lot because it's like I couldn't we didn't go like I didn't know what borders was which whoa when I finally did learn about borders went to East Point Mall and I was like went to well shut okay so in general there was a lot of times where I just missed out on a lot of things just as a child and so maybe this is like part of this work right so it was a lot of things I missed out on you know whether it was gatherings or you know being able to go places with friends from school or being able to go places with friends from church and like just doing things uh going to shows uh being able to stay up on culture like being able to just get the clothes that I wanted like there was so many things and the library did help balance that out because it's a free resource unless you mess around and get fines child because that happens sometimes but like being able to get movies books and and, and music from the library really did help balance out the bits that I couldn't have 
And I just remember like how being able to get music from the library really did keep me afloat because it's like, okay, even though it's going to take me months to get this because the waiting list is going to be crazy long to get this one album. I remember I used to get put on to what was about to come out because um, I would be on the library website trying to put stuff on hold and it's like, oh, Monica's about to come out with an album. The expected date is going to be five months from now, but she could put it on hold now and the list would be so long. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, it could just be anything like being able to get music really helped keep me connected to culture when I wasn't able to do things that would have required more money. You know, like I would have never been able to consume the amount of books that I had without the library, even currently. Like the library has always played a major role in my education and in anything, whether it was just like whatever I wanted to know, I could always rely on the library to to be a resource and that's one reason why it's super important to always keep things like that in place. But yeah, the library, oh my God, the fear of missing out would have been even worse without the library. The library did so much for me. I talked about how I got a Cheetah Girls album. I must have been maybe 10 or 11, maybe. I don't remember how old I was. And I remember one time getting the Cheetah Girls album, and I talked about this before, but like getting a Destiny's Child album instead. And at first I was disappointed, but then I read it and I said, whoa, that's Destiny's Child. I would have never. But yeah, like in general, there was just so many things that I was able to, like if you, I don't know, I guess people know this, but like if you can't find one way to get to something, try to find another way to get to this thing, you know, like I stopped going to the physical library, but like even making use of the digital library that is through the public library has been really helpful. I got a library card at the end of 2020, I feel like. And before that, I was using a service called Scribed, I think, uh, on and off, but I was using it and I consumed books that way. And it was kind of like Netflix for books, but it was limited because I go through books fast because I listen to audiobooks, And so because I had nothing but time during that point, it was kind of just like, okay, um, if we just, I needed something to balance it out, like offset it. So I would have scribed, but I also then had the library card and I could get the things I couldn't find from the library. Then I would use scribed so that I wouldn't use up all of my, whatever the limit was for the month, whatever my limit was for the month, I could then just go on to scribed and get those things. But like, I learned so much just by being able to always use the library as a research resource to get books, audiobooks. And they also they also have like ways to get music, but because of streaming services, I, I don't really use it. I've never used it. I thought about it, but I've never used it. And then they also have like movies and TV shows and things. I've never used that either, but I'm just putting that out there in case your library has that and that's something you're interested in. But yeah, I I thrive off of free services, whether it's YouTube or whether it's um because I have Xfinity, I uh get Peacock for free. And so I use that. Um 
I mean, and Peacock is free, but I mean like the premium. Like look in the things that you already put your money into and see if they could like get you know something else for it. And I know people that like coupon and stuff. Couponing's not really my ministry. I would just end up being a pack rat. I can't do it, and so it's not for me. But you know, for people that can handle stuff like that, I recommend it. You know, finding ways to get to other, finding ways to get to the means that you want. Like how I said, how I would buy Funko Pops and then because of where I would buy Funko Pops from, which is Box Lunch. Oh my God. And Box Lunch is just super, super cute. Uh, Box Lunch will have you all the way fucked up because Box Lunch will have all your money. There would be times I wouldn't have any pops I wanted and I would just buy clothes because I'm like, I'm not paying $30 for a shirt and I get a shirt for like $15. They give you rewards for just about anything. Like your birthday is coming up. They give you a cute little coupon. If you buy a certain amount within a quarter or not even a quarter, they give you hella coupons and so i would pay for stuff knowing that shit was coming right on back because i'm like i'm about to get all this shit half off but i'm just saying and hot topic too a girl and i used to be scared of hot topic because i thought it was spencer's but like then learned or no i didn't think it was spencer's but people were telling me it was like spencer's i was scared of hot topic because of how dark it was in there i was like oh my god and like the the different like scary movie references that would be posters in the window and I would be like oh my god I don't think I want to go in there but then I went in there one time with someone who was getting like some type of hair dye product in there and I was like oh this place ain't scary it's just dark but it's not scary this is basically like Sephora but uh (laughs) oh god I prefer a place that's bright like box lunch is like Ulta and Hot Topic is like Sephora. And I just, I prefer, I prefer the lights in those, in those places. I do still like Hot Topic though. They had cute stuff. But yeah, Box Lunch and I would just, oh my God, the rewards program. I was like, yeah. So, I mean, you know, just figure, figure yourself out, you know, do what you can. But I don't do that anymore, but I'm always tempted still to go back. And all I'm saying is. It's an ongoing process. Everyone's got their addictions to things. And I guess right now we could cue the song. Uh, Neo's Because of You. And I do remember referencing that song when I said I had a problem with my Funko Pop addiction. I was just like, bro, this is nuts. Like, at some point we got to slow down and actually, like, examine what the fuck are we doing. But, yeah, um... Yeah, it's an ongoing struggle. Everyone's got something. But this was my something. Um, the fear of missing out. Yeah. And it... I guess for me, it just helps offset with all the different things that we find stressful in life. And so it's just something that helps bring me joy and excitement. And yeah... But I have to learn how to balance it because there's nothing wrong with wanting the things that I want. It's just you got to know when you can and can't have something. And so, yeah, that was um, that. was that. But I just was thinking about that. And I was like, bitch, you saw Jasmine Sullivan. You had not planned on seeing Jasmine Sullivan that day 
or in that capacity. But when you saw her, you were excited and you were so happy. Because it was a surprise. And I just remember like Lucky being like, oh, I have a surprise for y'all. And me just thinking I knew what the surprise was. And then bitch being like, bitch, don't you ever do that shit to me again. (laughs) Talking about you got a surprise. Thinking that the surprise was, oh, I'm going to perform over. Talking about, yeah, I knew I was forgetting something. I said, nigga, what? What you mean you forgot? What you forget? I mean, yeah, you forgot to perform a few more songs, but, like, we knew you was coming back because the lights didn't come back on. He come back out there talking about, I got a surprise for y'all. And then Jasper Sullivan looking like a goddess walks on out. And I said, huh? And at that point, I'm in complete overwhelm. I was just like, wow. Lucky. I, I could give Lucky the biggest hug because Lucky made my whole fucking year with that moment. I was like, what? Huh? Huh? That was the... W- it was just... I don't... What what you call that? A catch-22? Yo, that shit was wild. I was like, we were just talking about Jasmine Sullivan and, and there she is. I was blown away. I was like, wow shook is what I was that's what I was I was shook I was like what the heck is going on and uh yeah that was a really fun time and um but I really enjoyed talking about this and I hope this resonates with someone and um yeah this is gonna be um this is definitely gonna go in for the first week for the and this feels something like good and organic that I didn't have to think like super duper hard about I think I'm really just struggling with starting and so I'm like kind of scared it's Sunday and so I have to I want to have enough time for this thing to submit by nine o'clock on Tuesday and uh for like live publishing I'm just I'm always nervous about starting it's like um y'all remember well I don't know if y'all all went through this but I know I did like the first day of school the night before I could never sleep I would always be up like super excited or just anxious about what was about to happen for the first day of school and so I never really like I always just had like crazy butterflies in my stomach and I was just like whoa like overwhelmed and so I think this is kind of what it is now let me film this but this is kind of what it is right now and it's um I'm just nervous and that's okay to be nervous but you're supposed to still do things even through the nerves like how I think about how I watched Aramis the artist um talking about that through her TED talk the other day and just talking about doing things with courage. And I was like, oh, that was really helpful because I was trying to edit that day and feeling slightly overwhelmed by the fact that it was just like, oops. Yeah, I was slightly overwhelmed by trying to figure out how I wanted to frame the story and like just hoping it makes sense to the people that were listening later and 
It's okay to do stuff in slight confusion. Like you get better with time, but you got to start or else you don't actually, you know, you don't actually get to the point of it all, you know? Just thinking about doing things even with nerves, even through fear, not being scared of having people see you try, learning that from um Evelyn from the internet. Uh, and just not being scared to try. I, I, I know I struggle with this myself, and this is as someone who likes to draw, but often finds themselves with blank pages in their sketchbooks because everything... Not everything has to be good, but like at a certain point, I feel like I'm wasting paper. I don't know where this came from because this has been an issue since I've been a child. I've never done coloring books. I've always kept them pristine and empty. What what was the point? I liked the pictures that would be in them and I didn't want to mess them up. So I wouldn't do anything with them. And I would say, oh, I'll copy this page and then I'll color it. This has always just been an issue for me, like the attempt of trying. That's why I've never been good at coloring because I I don't do it. And that's why I wanted to get into painting. And like surprising myself with painting has been fun because it's like you've never actually tried to do this before. And learning that you are capable of doing this, even though you don't know what you're doing most of the time getting started. It will take a few attempts. That's fine. But like in general, just learning to do things without being so scared because messing up isn't the the worst that can happen. You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. And all those blank pages are missed shots that I just have refused to take. And I tried to like face that fear a little bit like in 2020. And then I don't know what happened. I fell off completely. Then I tried to start again last year, fell off again, kind of started to do it the beginning of this year, but more so was just trying to get into like starting the podcast and like figuring out business stuff and just work and just life in general. But yeah, um, working out all of those things has been really important. Like just learning to face your fears and doing shit with courage because if you don't do it, it's just an idea and you never did it. And then you'll watch someone else do it and be like, damn, I could have did that. I wish I had the courage to do what they did, you know? And who who wants to do that? No one is, because what she say? She say, uh, she used, because she used to be a nurse, Aramis, the artist. She used to be a nurse. And so she often spent a lot of her last, a lot of their last moments she spent with people and they would go over the things that they regretted in life. One of the things that they talked about as far as regret would go is being like, I wish I had did this. I just wasn't brave enough to do it. In this TED talk, Aramis is talking about how uh, there's the five regrets that you might have once you're facing death, right? And so the first one is, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the ones others expected of me. Which speaks to so much. You got to live for you. Living for anybody else is defeating the whole purpose. They got a life to live and you got one too. Like, But the other one was, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. The third one was, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. And that can mean about anything. Like standing up for yourself. 
wanting to express to someone how you felt about them as far as like you cared about them that was the tail end of the ted talk you can watch the whole thing uh ted tedx u of w do you have a minute is the name of it and it was streamed on may 7th of 2022 but they should have like bite size uh portions of it soon i thought they had it now but they don't not yet um and if they don't i'm sure aramis will soon upload it but hi that was just yeah and like i guess to a degree i don't necessarily know if i would call it imposter syndrome but it's also just the idea of just not feeling qualified you know like to talk on these things like I talk about how in a lot of cases, I always just felt slight disconnect as far as like being a participant of culture. But that doesn't mean that just because you weren't as active a participant that you have nothing to offer or that they, that you don't have questions, you know? And like, I guess that's in part also what just keeps me curious. Like there's an understanding. I have a reference point, but I don't know everything. No one knows everything. I don't know why I'm making this seem like that. But, like, I, I, it's very silly for me to try to compare myself to someone who's been t- who's been in, in this for a long time and has studied this for a long time. And, like, even though I study, it's just certain... Everyone's got a different vantage point. Everyone's got a different entryway as to what it was they were in the music doing, you know? 